Do me one quick favor and whatever channel you're listening to this on, please click subscribe, follow, so that you do not miss an episode of the Raising Your Game podcast. I thank you so much and it really does make a difference for you guys subscribing and interacting. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the brand new weekly email that is coming out with one actionable tip at least for you, for your mindset and your well-being in sport and beyond. This is something called The Game Plan and I'm going to be sending this out every Friday that you can put into action and something that can maybe be put in over the next week or so, maybe even over the weekend. I will be sending this out to only the people that subscribe to this and you can do that by heading over to lewishatchett.com forward slash the dash game dash plan or just head over to lewishatchett.com where you'll get it. It's completely free to join and go and join the group of curious athletes that want to develop, grow their mindset, well-being and more. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I first started taking Athletic Greens when they initially launched their first iteration of AG1. Now I think they're on something like their 54th iteration because they have not stopped developing and they have no compromise in the quality of this product. It has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source foods, probiotics and adaptogens that is great for your gut health, nervous system, immune system, your energy, recovery and focus. I was taking vitamin pills to begin with and I took them when I was a professional and I was looking to go back into them but then I thought you know what I'm going to get back into taking athletic greens because I know they are at the top of the food chain literally when it comes to vitamins and minerals and I felt great taking it. I actually now look forward to that mild tropical taste when I'm taking the shake and the drink in the morning. So if you want to get started and start supporting your immune system, getting more vitamins and minerals into your diet because our nutritionist athletes is super important, then they are offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and also five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do to grab a hold of this offer is head over to athleticgreens.com forward slash RYG. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash RYG to grab a hold of it today. I promise you, you will not regret it. This is something that I enjoy taking. I trust it implicitly. And over 7,000 five-star reviews have been put forward for Athletic Greens. They are recommended by professional athletes and trusted health experts around the globe. So grab a hold of this offer today. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lewis Hatchett and this episode is going to be about learning to control your emotions. I'll give you some tips and advice, even some stories around how controlling your emotions can be detrimental, can be really positive and also some frameworks in which you can learn to understand your emotions and then use them to your advantage.
So I want to kick this off with a little bit of a story time. And this is about my debut in T20 cricket, in professional cricket here in the UK. And my debut was live on Sky Sports. It was a moment that I knew was coming, something that I was super excited about. I was also super nervous about it. And when it happened, when the actual day happened, it was a car crash. And the reason why it was a car crash was because I didn't have control of my emotions. I didn't understand fully what was going on and I didn't have a strategy or even techniques in which to control those emotions. So like I mentioned, I was nervous, I was excited. So these were all the pre-emotions that were coming up. And then on the day, it was hyper-emotional. There was this, the TV cameras, the fireworks. I hadn't seen that before. I hadn't experienced it before. It was brand new. It was live on TV. So there was that. Family was in the crowd. So there was that. Maybe expectations over there. But there wasn't anything that I had a real grasp on to understand what was going on with my emotions. And when the game actually started, I was the first person to bowl in the game. And I will probably do a YouTube video on my reaction to this because I have the footage of it. I found that my first thing was that I was just sort of hyper, hyper aware or hyper active. And I could feel my body was almost like in this like jittery stage. So this was sort of the overexcitement that I was feeling. And I had a plan. I had everything planned out that I wanted to do. But as the game started and I bowled this first ball, it started to fall apart. The first ball was quick. It went down leg side. I remember it. It went down the back of the batsman and it, and it was given a wide. It was a bit of an annoying start. But then the next ball got hit for a boundary. It got whacked by the batsman. And then the next ball whacked again. Then the next one. And the, ultimately, the whole six ball, maybe seven ball over ended up going for 22, maybe 26 runs. And it was it was just awful. I didn't bowl again in the game and it was terrible. I came off and I was down. I was annoyed with myself. I was frustrated, angry. But I remember during that over, the amount of emotions that I felt. I felt first off like excitement to begin with. I'd managed to calm my nerves down. Then I had this moment of like apprehension when the first ball didn't go how I planned it then I tried harder I had this little moment of like okay effort I'm gonna really work hard to bowl this next ball then that didn't go to plan then there was a bit of frustration that it wasn't going to plan then I started to feel angry I started to feel disappointed I started to almost feel like I wanted the ground to swallow me up and this kind of sadness and and anxiety and it was just the fact that I had no idea what was going on. I had no, I hadn't even tuned into it. And after I came off, I felt this sadness, this frustration, this disappointment. I was upset about what happened. I had some great people around me that really made allowed me to move past it. But now on reflection, when I look back at it, I had no idea of being in control of my emotions. And I didn't address them And at the time. I didn't understand what to do with them. And I just ran on them. I was just running on these emotions, moving from one to the other. And it was just, like I said, a car crash. I then think of other games that I've played in the past where I've actually then ran on other emotions, which were things like anger and frustration. And then the more I've tried, I've run away with those emotions and, and been 
almost swept up by them. And when you're when that happens, it's almost like you're just a puppet and you're not being controlled by your own thoughts. You're just being controlled by your emotions. So having something that can make you control those strings and bring control back to yourself is really important. And that's what we'll want to try and give in this episode. So the idea is that whatever emotions that you're feeling are totally natural. And emotions that I even think about in my story there were natural. They were completely normal. But having control of them is super important. If you think of someone who is a an icon in your sport or in the world that you work in, think about when they're in high-pressure situations. What are their emotions like? Are they calm, collected? Are they are they really flamboyant? Are they really um, loud and excitable? Or are they holding everything together? I would probably argue it's the latter. And it's I think of straight away, I think of people like Roger Federer. I think he is the one that when he's in the zone and he's playing, you just can't tell how he feels internally. And I'd be fascinated to find out whether it's a documentary or a book later on in his life, what was going on. But you just can't tell. He's so in control of his emotions that that's what really sets him apart. So how do people get to that place? How do you get to a place where you're in control of your emotions? And yes, we should live and and live and wear our emotions on our sleeves because we want to not be emotionless. This is not about being emotionless. I have been criticized in the past of like not having emotions because I used to be so hardened in the way I did things and I used to think about if I didn't have emotion and I was tough and hard and very stoic that that was the thing that was going to set me apart but really I was just blocking emotions out and I wasn't actually engaging with them and understanding them. So controlling your emotions allows you to get the best out of your performances and like I mentioned recognizing that they are important parts to you they are really they are you your emotions are you but just not being controlled by them is the goal here so how do we get to this future where by controlling our emotions we're in control of what we do we actually then stay on task so if I look back at my story the reason why that story I told about my my debut was I wasn't in control of the tasks I had this plan that I had and I completely forgot it because I wasn't in control of my emotions once I could have controlled those, I would have remembered the plan and I would have executed the plan or worked towards executing the plan far quicker. Whereas I was running on emotions and I was just choosing the quickest thing that came into my mind and dealing with it and not actually bringing any awareness to it. So most of the time we think of emotions in, say, sport, we may think about the negative emotions. But I also want us to think about perhaps some of the positive emotions that we may feel. It might be excitement, it might be anticipation, it might even be our, our sort of visualisation of the, the good that could come. So not only just thinking about the, the negative emotions, we, we can also become run away with those positives and we can become overexcited, we become over-aroused in the, air, in the thing that we're going into. So it's important to know which ones you're feeling. But more often than not, we're going to be feeling these negative emotions or trying to control emotions that aren't going to serve us and sometimes it's when we have time to reflect when we reflect on a situation and we sit back that's when we start to overthink we dwell on a situation and perhaps even think why why did that happen 
And that is my first bit of advice is to really ask, why did I feel this emotion? So when I'll give an example of if you feel anger and frustration in say like a game and the opposition are playing well and you're not achieving what you want to achieve and maybe you're not playing well and you come off and you feel angry and you feel frustrated, just ask yourself, why do you feel angry and frustrated? And it might be because oh, I didn't put in the performance that I wanted to. Ask, why did you not put in that performance that you you, you wanted to? Oh, I didn't train as hard as I, I usually do. And why does that hurt? Well, it hurts because I didn't feel as good as the opposition. So the more you ask why, you actually get to the real reason behind it. And, and more often than not, it's actually an ego thing. We end up being protecting our ego and being frustrated because our, we've been damaged in some way. And that's a, a practice of actually allowing yourself to recognize like, okay, I tried, it was effortful. Okay, my ego's damaged a little bit because I lost, I didn't achieve what I wanted to, but I'm going to move on to the next thing and it's actually what I do next that matters most. So when you ask yourself these questions of why, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like that? Note it down, note down the, the answers that you're getting. And that would be another piece of advice is noting down the emotions you feel at certain points. You might start to build up a bit of a library or even a bit of an understanding of what happens leading into an event, a moment where you are feeling perhaps anxious, frustrated, excited. And, and if there's linked with a bad outcome then you might be able to do something about it because you can see oh that emotion was linked with this bad outcome so taking control of it the second one the the, the next piece of advice that i would give is, is breathing like breathing in the i go on about it so much on this podcast and everything that i do because one i'm a big proponent of it and i teach it to athletes but it is the tool and the gateway to stop yourself in the moment just taking that good mindful breath allows you to bring awareness to something that's happening right now, not in the past or not in the future of what may happen. You're being present right now and it just stops, puts a reset button on everything. And then you can ask yourself questions like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? And, and the more you do that, then you can move to the answer quickly, which is hopefully staying on task. And then linked with that is practicing mindfulness. So Everything I just said there may sound quite long-winded. So being able to press pause, ask yourself, why do I feel like this? What is it that I need to do? Those might be questions that you cannot ask yourself in the moment. But practicing mindfulness through meditation is the practice that allows you to speed that up in the moment. So if you think about it as like a physical practice, if you're doing squats in the gym to get stronger legs, to hopefully run faster you don't think about later down the line once you've done all that heavy lifting when you are running you're not thinking about the position of your legs and running and getting you just run fast the outcome is just quick so it's similar to how you work your brain in meditation is that you spend time questioning asking why getting to the deep-rooted answers and also the answers that you're seeking and maybe the actions that you need to take so that you do it so much so that it becomes automatic and then when in the moment you're starting to be a little bit quicker in getting to those answers and getting past these negative thoughts you're aware of them you see them you ask the questions and then you get to it very very quickly so that's a, a nice practice on being able to help deal with emotions and that time 
Another thing is to visualize how you want to be. So visualize the emotions and reactions or interactions that you want to have. So you see happening. So you might know that if you're going into a game, like if I'd actually spent time visualizing my debut, I probably would have dealt with those situations a little bit better. But I was so focused on the opposition and things that I couldn't control that I was already too far gone by this time. So visualizing the emotions, how you want to react, how you want to interact when things go well, not so well on the day before, just it starts to build an understanding of how you feel, how you want to feel and the emotions that you're perhaps going to feel and what you might do with them and the answers that you might get there. The other thing I would probably say is most important with these emotions is to give yourself a break. Give yourself a break for feeling emotions and feeling the negativity, the sadness after something. It's natural. We're going to go through that process, but dwelling on it for too long is is not what we want. We want to move past that as quickly as we can. Yes, we want to feel it and feeling it is important, but dwelling on it can be damaging. So again, who do I want to be in this situation? And that's really the bit that I want to leave with on this episode is who do I want to be in these situations? Who do I want to be proud of in that situation when things are high emotional, when they are high octane, when perhaps there's anger, frustration, real tough interactions and it's not easy? Who's the person that I want to be in? And what would make me feel proud of myself when I look back on that moment of how I dealt with it? So is it taking that breath? Is it being aware of what's going on? It might be speaking to someone previously. Again, with my story that I told, I actually spoke to someone before the game, about two or three days before, saying that I was going to be nervous. Is there any advice? And they gave me some great advice. I probably should have done that way further out and and been a little bit more honest around around my situation. So opening up, being honest, like I said, visualizing, looking out for how you want to to, to be, noting down what you feel, maybe putting things down in your journal so that you see some common th- themes that are happening along the way and asking yourself, why do I feel like this? Why, why is this emotion coming up? What is the deep-rooted question or feeling or story that I'm telling myself that's deep down underneath this emotion? And once you find that, you'll get some great answers and you'll be able to put in some action. You'll be able to just have a better understanding of yourself. The more we have an understanding of who we are in certain situations, the more we can do about it, We don't get shocked by it. We don't get surprised. We just actually can do something about it. So there we go. This has been a fairly short and sweet podcast. And hopefully, if you are struggling with controlling your emotions, then this has given you some advice. If you want to go and practice things like meditation, mindfulness, breathing exercises, maybe even yoga, these are all great ways of building that awareness around how you feel, understanding your emotions, understanding your body's interactions with your emotions, then go and head over to Sport Yogi. Download the Sport Yogi app. You can get it on iOS and Android stores. It's a free tool and you can just start practicing straight away. So that's all I've got. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the game plan, the newsletter by heading over to lewishatchet.com. You can also go to lewishatchet.com forward slash the dash game dash plan and also find me on all different channels, whether that's Instagram at Lewis Hatchet, Twitter and TikTok, which is at Lewis underscore Hatchet. So thank you so much, guys, and I will catch you next time.
I'm gonna do something a little bit different and that is give you the offer before I do the advert so that if you don't wanna to listen to the advert, you can just skip right on. But at Sport Yogi, we're offering 25% off our mats and blocks. And you can do that by heading over to sportyogi.com forward slash shop and using the code RYG at checkout. So let's head over to sportyogi.com forward slash shop and use the code RYG at checkout. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will have heard me talk about how much meditation and yoga has played a part of my life and is a huge part of my life. But getting into it was really difficult for me. I struggled with the idea of being someone who got into yoga as an athlete. I just did not connect with it. So that's why we started Sport Yogi. But not only that, a big part of starting practicing was having something to step onto, a mat, and using blocks. And I wanted to create some quality products that resonated with athletes. So we've created the mat and the blocks. And the mat is unbelievable. I'm so happy with it. The more you sweat, the more this thing grips. If you're like me and you sweat a lot when you're on the mat and you sometimes slip, this thing is going to get rid of that issue. You're going to be able to grip more with your hands and your feet, get deeper into those stretches so that you can open up the muscles, gain that flexibility, you can get into your joints a little bit more, really open up that range of movement or relax those deep tissues that you might want to. Also with the thickness of it, it's really easy on the knees, it's not too harsh and, and having the blocks there that you can sit on which are a little bit more dense than your standard foam but they're durable for athletes, they can take the weight and they're really lightweight as well. You can use them to sit on for meditation but you can also use them as supports during your practice. It really is a great complementary product and a couple of products for the Sport Yogi app, which I'm super excited about. So again, if you want to get a hold of these items for an extra 25% off as a listener of this show, then head over to sportyogi.com forward slash shop and enter RYG at checkout. So that's sportyogi.com forward slash shop and enter RYG at checkout. 